This is Raw Narrative. Raw Narrative. Stories in the Raw. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Raw Narrative, Episode 7. I am your host, Adriana, and today you have my husband back again, Tyler. I'm back. He's back. Everybody's yeah. least favorite guest host. <laughs> the only guest host thus far. No. Yeah, so the favorite, right? Yeah, the favorite. By default. Yeah, so what have you been up to, Tyler? What's What's been new? Been off for like the last two weeks. Yeah, you have. I have been. It's been awesome. Yeah, it's been nice spending time with you and like having you home so you haven't been like traveling for work and we've been able to enjoy the holidays. We had our friends miss <laughs> from yeah. the last update and I have a confession to make. So we watched episode six. You saw that I gave you guys a sneak peek of my dirty Santa gift. Um, I stole my own gift. <laughs> Okay, I know it sounds bad, but I did because it was just a really good something that I wanted. So I stole it and it's Dirty Santa. So I'm allowed to do that. To your credit that you've actually read the book. So yeah, I've been reading the book. It wasn't like a cheap steal. Yeah. Happy Place by Emily Henry. Super good book. Great chick flick book. Definitely recommend it if you're looking for a good book. Um. But yeah, I've been reading the book and I think like my new year's resolution is to read like one book a month, like fiction yeah, <laughs> or nonfiction, but I've been really into like fun fiction books. So that's my new year's resolution. That's awesome. Yeah. And what, what did we do today? We did something really stereotypical. Oh yeah. January 2nd. January 2nd. What do we do on January 2nd? What do we do? <laughs> We went to the gym. We did guilty. Well, we had a we gotta home put in gym. Our two weeks. <laughs> we had, I know, we had a home gym, and then like we reorganized everything and sold off a bunch, uh, like a bunch of our equipment to make room to park my car in the garage. And so, which I really appreciate because now like winter's here and it's snowy slash sleet icy season and I don't have to defrost my car now so must be nice that's a win I know <laughs> but you primarily work from home when you're home but must be nice <laughs> must be nice yeah it is but nice I'm, I'm happy for you thanks I'm glad you're happy for me I'm happy for me too and you get to drive my car a lot yeah that's true yeah so that's a win um also I got a new pair of glasses from Warby Parker I'm not wearing them right now, but they're like these cute gold aviator glasses. I've been digging those. So new me, a new year, new glasses, new new benefits. <laughs> Good. I literally was like, oh my gosh, I didn't use my glasses benefit. I have so many reading glasses, but I was like, I don't want to lose the benefit. So I'm going to like use the benefit before January 1st. It was like January 25th or no. December 25th, 26th, yeah. around Christmas, I was like submitting the form on Warby Parker. Like, did I make it on time? Thanks <laughs> <laughs> my benefit. So that, and then, um, yeah, I've been tinkering around. I had to get a new MacBook Pro because my other Mac didn't have enough RAM and I got it back in like 2020, but it just was not 
doing it for me. My applications were lagging. Adobe was being crazy. Lightroom was being crazy. Everything was like being crazy. Are you changing the air conditioning? Yeah, it's so hot in here right now. <laughs> He's changing the air conditioning from his phone. I was like looking over at him like, what I'm are like you doing? I'm literally sweating right now. Ooh, yeah, turn it up. Make it cold in here. Yeah, so that's been like part of our our flow. We're praying for snow on Friday. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's I ha- right. But I have not here. an engagement shoot. Yeah, but not here. Yeah, not here. Up in Boone Keep area. Keep from here, man. Oh, my gosh, guys. We had like... So my bride and my groom, they're super, super, super sweet. And they want like these dreamy, like mountain, like tree farm kind of style photos for their engagements, but it's post Christmas time. So a lot of these farms are like shut down for the season. So part of my homework was like, I got to find the perfect spot, like a farm that's open. Yeah. Should you shout the farm out though? Since they're, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't. I know her name's Diane. She's wonderful. I will have to like list the farm when I have the photos done. <laughs> because, anyways, I found you, Diane. Diane is the sweetest owner of this tree farm out in Boone. I'll find their name and info. And like, once the photos are done and we did the shoot, like, I'll give them a shout out, obviously, and tag the venue for you guys if you're in North Carolina to go, you know, chop down your tree. It's like a choose and cut farm, like, super cute. Um, don't they have a place you could stay? They have a cute Airbnb Airbnb property on the tree farm. That's awesome. So I know we were talking to our friends about it and I think we're going to book with them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. For like in the fall to like have a Hallmark moment, like tree farm experience (laughs) where you stay on the property. I was like, oh, when I saw that, I was like, we're booking the tree farm. But she was so gracious enough to let us have the, um, engagement photos on the farm after the closures. So, um, super excited. So I'll keep you guys posted. That will be this Friday. So when you guys are listening to this podcast, I'll be out shooting the engagement session and I'm sure I'll put, you know, post some sneak peeks and whatnot. So that's kind of like, what else is new with you? Mr. Man, Mr. Hubbers. <laughs> literally nothing it's no, just a new year it's the new year new you yeah. yeah but i put some um i made a post okay on like as a photographer we have like lots of forms where we network with other photographers in the community or across the st- across the states and across the world so i am in a ton of like groups um where we like to talk about things or share experiences or give advice and tips and tricks and talk about gear. So in one of the forums, I put out like a little feeler and I was like, share your crazy wedding stories. Guys, these stories do not disappoint. Like, and I brought Tyler on because I just want him to react to them. (laughs) I've got several. Oh my gosh. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) All right. I haven't even read this one yet. So we're going to read this one together. Okay. Okay. This is all anonymous. I'm not going to say any names, but first crazy wedding story. She said, gosh, I could write a book. Had a super drunk mother of the bride fall out of her chair during the ceremony and pee all over herself. 
I shouldn't cry. I'm like laughing, crying already. Oh no. Oh my God. It's worse than that. No, I'm just thinking of the mother of the bride. She fell out of her chair her chair because she was super drunk and she peed all over herself during the ceremony. Like, oh, take that bad. in. Like, imagine that. Dang. Like, that's crazy. Okay, remember when we talked about preventing crazy things? We can't control other people. So this is a moment where we probably couldn't control what she had to drink. But maybe have a conversation with a parent or a loved one that is predisposition to <laughs> have alcohol consumption in excess and maybe tell them the story. And maybe they won't do this to you. <laughs> okay. Beach wedding at a public beach. Random guy. Wait, hold on. This is my, maybe this is the second one. She said, this is a, a beach wedding at a public beach. Random guy drowned right in front of us. What? Some of the <laughs> wedding guests were doctors and they were giving him CPR until the lifeguards came with the truck. What? Did she say if the guy made it though? Oh my gosh. She didn't say. She's giving like, this is one person just sharing in one comment, like a few different stories. So this guy like, so the oh guy my gosh, this is because Tyler and I had a beach wedding. Yeah. And there were like, remember we were talking about like all the guests and like, not like people, bystanders that were like mm -hmm. in awe just watching the wedding. So this was just a bystander. Which is a good thing to think about in terms of weddings. Cause you yeah. may not think about that if you have a beach wedding, like obviously if you have a private beach, that may not be. Yeah. The Get same married issue. on off season. <laughs> if you're but can you wedding. imagine like that being part mm -hmm. of your wedding story is some guy oh. almost drowned? Drowned there right in front of us. And then the wedding guests, they stopped the wedding to give CPR. That's <laughs> it. Obviously, like yeah. that's more important. Like a human life is more valuable than like yeah. this moment. But oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Okay. This was another one. Once I was doing a very small elopement. And this is a photographer's <clears throat> perspective. Okay. Like all of these, just so you know. Once I was doing a very small elopement, just like four people. So I didn't see the bride before the ceremony. I was just waiting on the beach for her. She comes over the dune line and bless her heart. She was about five foot two and tiny. The groom's mother made her a bouquet. It was four feet long. <laughs> That's awesome. So just like I swear, I promise not an exaggeration. It was teardrop shaped and so wide it covered her body completely. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just her head sticking out of the bouquet. Yes. And then she says, That's and hilarious. the tendrils of flowers and ribbons literally touched the sand as she was walking. <laughs> and the funny thing is you can't not use that bouquet because yeah. the mother-in-law made it. I right? know. It's like sentimental. You can't be like, oh, heck no. Yeah. I don't know. Boundaries. But I mean, if you didn't see it beforehand or if what if it's what she yeah. wanted? Or what if she like snuck it up on her and was like, hey, I'm going to make you a bouquet. And I then you know. agree to it. That's hard. And then wedding day, she's like surprised. Yeah. This thing's your, your gown, basically. <laughs> I don't. And it's the mother-in-law. This isn't like if it was your mom, maybe be like, mom, no. But this is like your mom-in-law. You want to like start off on the right foot with mom-in-law. Like curveball. What if it was out of spite though? Oh, 
I don't know. That would be juicy. That I would be really juicy. That. That's crazy. And then she said, I couldn't decide if the future mother-in-law loved her so much or absolutely hated her. That's what oh, I'm that's saying. literally what we just said. That's what I'm saying. I bet like, she absolutely of- hated her then. If we thought that. Like, if she said yeah. that without us reading that. Low-key, though, it's kind of funny that she was picking on her height, too. <sighs> if that's, like, if that's <sighs> the angle that it was out of spite. She said she was literally a floating head and shoulders <laughs> over the top of a huge bush <laughs> of fake flowers. That's great. <laughs> I wish she would have shared photos, oh, too. Man. I feel like I need photos for, for proof. That was good. Up and be like... That was good. <laughs> I'm trying to keep these all anonymous. So thank you for sharing that story. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't read this one yet. Are you ready for another one? I have I haven't reacted to this one. Okay. Let's see what we got. Okay. I had a bride and groom that had a friend officiate their wedding ceremony because they were already legally married. Both bride and groom are volunteer firefighters, so their captain was chosen. Fast forward to the reception and captain slash officiant got pretty out of hand, inebriated, I guess, Um, was pretty... Inhabilitated, maybe? It says... In Hebrib, say, look at that. What is that word? (laughs) Inebriated? I don't know. I wonder if it's a typo. I think she meant like plastered maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think whatever she was saying, he, he got really drunk. Okay. So was getting pretty handsy with all the women in attendance. We ended up leaving the wedding 30 minutes early because he grabbed my second shooter in an inappropriate manner. Oh my gosh. So guys, I do have that in my contract. I hope all photographers and vendors do have that in your contract. But if someone, if you feel unsafe during like, this is an example of feeling like unsafe. Like even as a wedding guest leave, like that's okay. As a vendor, if you feel unsafe in that situation, you need to leave. And especially if it's in your contract. That's why it's important to put that in your contract. That's wild, though, that he was like the officiant. Yeah. And then afterwards, he's like filling people up at the wedding. That's crazy. (laughs) That's why, like. Not trying to laugh. Yeah. That's that's insane. People don't necessarily know that Your safety and the safety of your team is most important. And all the guests, obviously. But, wow. Okay. Bride and groom apologized to me profusely the next day and informed me they asked him to leave the reception shortly after we left. Okay, good. Found out two weeks later at another wedding where the groom was volunteer was was volunteer fire at the same station that the captain was fired first thing Monday morning because one Dang. of the people he got handsy with was the fire chief's daughter. <sighs> That just, that story was wild to start with, but what are the chances, man? Oh. Wow, that is crazy. That's insane. Oh (laughs) my gosh. Okay. This one's great. Okay, guys, here's another story. It made me laugh. Okay. This photographer said, 
I got bit by an emu in front of everyone. Guests, wedding party, literally everyone during the ceremony. (laughs) What the heck? And I'm friends with the bride and groom. And I knew most of the bridal party and they all had to hold back laughter. Okay, this is in the middle of the ceremony. She just got bit by a random emu. I'm curious if yeah, like like how did the emu get there? How did the emu a great get here? starting question? An emu. Yeah. <laughs> like Is it like one of those where wedding was wombas? This? Like where they're like dressed I, up? No. I mean, okay, she said Do you have a picture of an emu? Can you Google it really? Can I, I Google you like can Google like a picture of an emu and like describe what it looks like. I think it looks like an ostrich. Almost. Oh, wait. Is it that character from the uh, the commercial? Oh, Limu Emu or whatever? Limu Emu from yeah. Liberty Mutual. She got bit oh, by the dang. Liberty Mutual what bird. Was this, what was an emu? <laughs> Guys, Google a picture of a stupid emu and then ask yourself how Liberty, that Liberty, bird... Liberty, Liberty. Not sponsored by Liberty. But no. <laughs> like how is this bird even... Uh, at look at this. You oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, the, we're too yeah. far from the camera, so I'm not going to show everyone. But yeah, Google a picture of an emu. So she said, "I knew most of the bridal party, and they all had to hold back laughter. I mean, I was just minding my own business, taking pictures next to the barnyard fence. So it was at a barn. So this is like a barn wedding. That makes sense because I shot a wedding my like here in October, and a lot of these." barns like if you have a venue if you have like livestock on your venue it helps you with taxes right like agriculture so like a lot of these venues for tax purposes will have like livestock yeah so pro tip if you have a wedding at a barn make sure talk not to a, the owners make sure there's not removing the livestock from the premises well, so you no, don't get bit. i mean like maybe another parameter or a fence like if this emu was aggressive and like in nature normally like maybe have like a double fence so it couldn't like reach its neck over to like where all the people would be that's like a liability but it's kind of freaking know, hilarious like, like what if she would have got like legitimately hurt? i'm assuming she did <laughs> rabies but, from the even yeah, what if she would have got rabies that's wild <laughs> oh my gosh Oh, and she said she was minding her own business next to the barnyard fence and the emu saw her arm and bit me that's what it said. And it bitter. Just saw her arm and bitter. Oh Sounds. my gosh. Oh. Okay. Okay, this one, I have empathy for the victim of the story. <laughs> but I totally get this photographer's perspective. I would be kind of like, mm. okay. I had a new second shooter. She was with me at the same venue a week earlier where she saw how I went down to the front um, to get the pictures I needed, and then I got out of there. It was a wall of windows behind us, no place to sneak out, um, so you had to be fast. Well, she got caught up in the moment, and I about died when she stood up there the whole time. (laughs) The The second shooter, she stood up with the officiant. Oh. And the bride and groom, like the whole so time, she was in. She the, didn't. She move. was in the photos. Oh, every single one of those photos. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so the lead photographer said, "I was up in the balcony praying she would see me, so I could shoo her out of there." Nope, she was in every single image wow. of the ceremony. That must have been an amazing ceremony for her to just be. I think if she was She's... brand new into photography, she was probably like, "I gotta get the shot." 
I got to nail this, you know? And she probably was so focused on what she was doing in that moment. She was not like thinking about the whole process. So I will say if you guys are new to photography, like you need to check out KJ all access because she has a ton of like behind the scenes, like where do you stand? How do you shoot a wedding? Like go follow her stuff and like sign up for her subscription like a monthly subscription and it like teaches you all the fundamentals and and like etiquette like all the things that you need to know like what to wear like I think she probably just needed some KJ juice in her life (laughs) but But that's um, like possible to edit out right yeah yeah um but the lead photographer had to edit her out of every single image of the ceremony I'd be pissed so honestly if you want to make your lead photographer mad yeah go stand in the well, middle of the bride. I feel party. like I would be really sweet. I would be like, honey, like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that you got these shots, but this is a learning experience for you. And this is your last learning experience. Mm, yeah. I mean, it depends on how her work turned out. I would make, would we make it a learning thing? You know, would I allow her to second shoot for me again? Or would I like make this a learning opportunity? I would look at her work if she was like willing to learn. I feel like she would never do it again because she was would be so mortified. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if she was kind of like, forget that, you know, not teachable, then I would be like, no, on to the next. But I feel like in the moment, like I would have been sweet and like embarrassed. I wouldn't have gotten snippy with her. But, but at home, snippy with me. Yeah, we at home, I would have been like, couch. I can't believe this second shooter. Yeah, she. I, I, I would have all the grief. Yeah. I literally have, I'm sitting here editing out everything just out of like frustration. So but then like. Save your lead photographer's significant others is <laughs> the point. Yeah, the husband have I'm to over take there them. trying to watch a movie or a game and. You freaking kidding me right yeah, now? Yeah, so don't create that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Because you want them to look perfect in the, yeah, it's like, yeah. Anyways, that's why I said I have empathy for this. The second shooter, though. The victim of the story. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. This photographer said, I was carrying the bride's gift for the groom from the bride cabin to the location where they were doing their first look. It was an album of boudoir photos. So a flat box, a giant piece of bird poop plopped down from the sky out of nowhere directly onto the package, having to explain to the bride why her special gift had bird poop on it was something else. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. I like, I'm trying to think like, okay, because everything's like very fast paced. Like when you're on a wet, like when you're shooting a wedding, you're like, okay, hey, are we ready? We're getting ready for first look. Awesome. I've got the gift. Sounds great. I'm hustling over to the groom, walking, 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 plop, bird poop. (gasps) Like, I feel like I would like try my best to like go to the bathroom and like, I don't know, I would send my assistant. I would be like, assistant, go grab me some wet paper towels ASAP and like stuff for me to clear this off. If I could, if it was like a box, but what if it was like had fabric over the top, <laughs> you know, like a lot of these gifts it's true. are like pretty and they have like <clears throat> fabric and like nice albums and even like the covers of, you know, mm-hmm. so 
there might have not been a way to like just clean it off or just like even if you could clean it off like just that wet stain to be like here's your wife's boudoir photos and bird poop congratulations (laughs) oh lord tyler probably would have been like oh that's funny like the groom's perspective yeah would you have believed the photographer oh yeah because i mean you're not just gonna be picking up bird poop and putting it on yourself yeah you almost have to leave the bird poop at that point to make it more convincing to be like a bird literally just pooped on this while i was walking exactly (laughs) because if it's like wet and or stained then you actually have to explain yourself but if it's bird poop yeah self-explanatory because you didn't just pick that up with your hand and right put it on there yeah okay um let's see what is okay I had a couple book me a few weeks out from their wedding because their initial photographer canceled on them. All this to say, I did not know this couple very well at all. We had one call prior to their wedding day. The day of their wedding rolls around and things go pretty well. Nothing out of the ordinary until the reception. I always feel like it's the reception. Like something, it's the alcohol. Yeah, it's definitely the alcohol. It's alcohol, yeah. yeah. And and also too, like people are actually free to talk because that's what gets most people in trouble is their mouth, right? So right. Like, during, during the ceremony. Or like Mr. No Firefighter, talking. his hands. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That would talk crazy. and touch. <laughs> <laughs> no, get that out of my mind, no. <laughs> So bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Nothing out of the ordinary until the reception. There's always that one guest who you can tell is going to be the life of the party. And I spotted this one right away. She says, let's call him Kevin. <laughs> so for the purpose of this podcast and this comment, his name is Kevin, but we don't know his real name. Kevin was grabbing the DJ's mic, constantly cutting yes. the line at the bar, yes. hyping up the dance floor. Oh, yes. We all know this person. I we know. all know you Kevin. Want a, you want a Kevin we, at a wedding. You do want a Kevin, but I don't know if you want Kevin, Kevin with... What Have you seen like... Um, oh, remember Brooklyn Nine-Nine where it was like one drink Amy, two drink Amy, yeah. three drink Amy, four drink yeah. Amy. You need the... Different versions. Yeah, you need like four or five drink Kevin, but right. then so you somebody like, needs to cut Kevin off. You like Kevin, like version of like one drink, two, three, drink, three yeah. drink, maybe four drink. Yeah, depending but on the But then tolerance. like four and up, he's four, a completely different Kevin. Yeah, four drink Kevin is wild. Yeah, so this is the what she's about okay. to describe is four drink, four drink Kevin, Kevin and up. <laughs> okay, Kevin was grabbing the DJ's mic, constantly cutting the line at the bar, hyping up the dance floor. <laughs> I don't know. It still sounds kind of fun. I know. This is good, Kevin. Okay. Okay. And then was somehow already pretty drunk, like 10 minutes into the reception. It was something funny I noticed, but nothing that I hadn't seen before until he literally passed out stone cold drunk. (laughs) 
<laughs> she said, I'm going to cry. The couple called me over <laughs> because they also, they're like, photographer, good photographer, come here, come here, come here, right? Like on the reception, they all wanted to pose with his passed out body. <laughs> <laughs> That's putting awesome. sunglasses on him, yes. propping him up well, in a chair. What, that's what four, get, four drink Kevin gets for getting blacked out. This drunk is like ten wedding. drink Kevin. I don't know. <laughs> Posing all around him. Honestly, it made me super uncomfortable because this man seemed like he needed legit medical attention. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but I don't know how this couple and I didn't know of this. Uh, know if this is how they normally party so it's just like it's fine like, like we, this is we how were we with party. Them last night this was right this happened before night. well kevin was not propped in the chair very well because he fell out of the chair and face planted and still didn't wake up now everyone was starting to get nervous and nobody could wake him up Kevin was also a pretty large fellow, so they couldn't really pick him back up either. Well, eventually an ambulance came and had to take Kevin out in a stretcher. But the couple still thought it was funny and even got a group of people to pose in front of the ambulance together. Can you the ambulance has got in on that though. <laughs> <laughs> this the, is so the stretcher bad. just lifting him up. No, like you you know like Loki like, I don't know, you probably have some EMTs that were like, this. these guys are stupid because they see crazy stuff. Or yeah. you had the EMT that was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, you don't know. Was, I don't know, who, like deep down, but like, you know, he, you know, he went to his wife and like told the story, like the EMT at yeah. night. And obviously HIPAA, you can't say like people's information like names or like where you were but you could be like this guy named quote unquote kevin <laughs> we all have a kevin story right big kevin but the photographer said i never found out what happened to kevin after that night oh, but i still think about him every now and then oh <laughs> you're such a good photographer good sport man oh, well, if she like like they did Big yeah. Kevin's wedding in the future. <gasps> oh, never like, the same. What if they booked you in the future? Yeah. Like Kevin's fiance. Would you take the wedding? Would you take that client on? I don't know if I would. Like liability. I don't know. Like, would you want to experience that? Like, the groom at his own wedding getting like, if you knew he was that way. I mean, you've been through it once. So at our wedding. No, I'm saying like, if you're that photographer, you've oh. already, seen, <laughs> you've already seen Kevin like hauled off. So yeah. Like how many guess, lives? Does this I guess have? you would kind of know like what to expect. Yeah. I don't know. I would have a good support team with me. I'd have my husband on speed dial to be like, boo, <laughs> you got to bail me out, man. If it got crazy. Again, contracts, guys, contracts. And that goes for the couples and the photographer or vendor. You have to have a good contract. That is like, oh, we should do a whole segment about contracts. Like, Yeah, because yeah, we're attorneys. Yeah. 
No. You should get an attorney. Well, no, you have an, like a full yeah. Ooh, a special guest attorney. I agree. That'd be, that'd that would be, be really cool. good. I think, I think like how the, the couples can protect. It's yeah. just there. It's there for good boundaries. Honestly, a lot of times we don't even have to enforce a contract, but it's just there to know. It's just like expectations. These are the expectations for the bride and the groom. I put in like my contract, how soon my couples are going to get their photos back by. Yeah. I have well, a literal date highlighted so that way there's no like ifs, ands, or buts. You will have your photos back by this date and it's in the contract. You don't have to wait, you know, five, six months to get your photos back from me. It does kind of make you think about though like the story you gave. Like at what point do you stop taking photos? Because at first it's like kind of funny. But then it's like, oh, dang, this guy's getting. It's very subjective. Yeah, it's like this dude's getting like hauled off in an ambulance. I'm personally an overshooter. So you're like, as the ambulance is driving So off. I would rather have like, yeah, more man. photos than not enough. But I'm talking about the, the guy who passed out. I'm I know. About- but what if the bride was like, hey, do you have photos? Or what if the police needed me to provide photos of something crazy? True. True. You know? Yeah. Is it better to have more or less photos? Of- or do you not want to have the photos because you don't want to be involved? I know. Because like, what if you get them in trouble for... It's not me getting in. I'm not in trouble. No, no, I'm saying you get the the people around him in trouble for letting him consume that much. I wouldn't be getting people in trouble. Each person is responsible for themselves, and you have to be liable to yourself for the decisions you make. Okay, but like, what if they're like shoving like a funnel down his throat? And the police came to me and asked me for photos. I'm not going to tell them no. Okay, that's fair. I mean. Y'all have to make good choices at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a very honest Don't individual. Don't turn anyone into a yeah. Kevin yeah. at your wedding. I am a very honest individual. I'd rather be overly honest. I'm not going to be hiding truths. No. Nope. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But have a good contract. That's for photographers, vendors, and the clients too. Like, Do not book a photographer without a contract. Because you're asking for a nightmare, honestly. Yeah, you really. You really are. Like we've been to some weddings, and we won't name names or anything. No. but we've been to some weddings. With you some, know, they, like yeah, they didn't have a contract. Yeah, like we've seen some wild photographers. Not even like the image quality, but just like <laughs> the way they were acting. <laughs> we just, yeah, we've seen some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a fun episode. We should talk about our own as wedding guests. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is Tyler does not like weddings. I don't. I hate weddings. And I'm a wedding photographer. I'm sorry, our friends. But there are numerous weddings that we've been to. And he has worn. I thought we talked about this. Did we talk about this on a podcast? Well, if you had, I don't think you did. We talked about this. I mean, we can restate it, but. I kind of like restate stories anyway sometimes. But he has worn, if you are a friend of ours. And you've known us since we've been together. He's most likely worn a pair of socks to your wedding that says zero percent interested. Zero. Yep. Pair of socks that says zero percent interested. That's nothing against you as individuals and couples. <laughs> I hope you have the best and longest marriage. I'm so embarrassed. Post wedding, but I do not want to be at your wedding. <laughs> he would be like the DJ at the wedding, though. You like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've DJ'd, I've DJ'd a few weddings, and that's. Okay, it's fun. I mean, I, I don't like claim to be like a wedding DJ, but no. I've done it before. 
Yeah. You like music and like the hype. Yeah, exactly. You had fun at our wedding though. You, I, you did, I, but you were tired. I did, but it was kind of like forced. Like, yeah. Like it was a lot of fanfare and I know like it was, it was awesome, but it just like, I had to put myself in the moment, you know? Yeah. I think like, like when I you would, were in the moment, like I would, it. I wouldn't want to get remarried in terms of like a wedding event, you know what I'm like saying? Like a renewal where we do like a whole Yeah. Like thing. if we did something small, sure. I but totally want to do like an elopement on the mountains yep. renewal sometime. I know you do. Yeah. And there will be no one there. No one there. Us. I don't want anyone there other than a photographer. That's it. No family, no friends, yeah. just us. I can get behind that. But yeah. I, I don't want like a big reception. Mm-hmm. No. I literally just want to go and have a renewal on a mountain, like for a 10 year. Maybe like an emu. Have an emu mm-hmm. or an alpaca. <laughs> I wanted alpacas at our original <laughs> wedding, so maybe this time. Yeah. Can get. We have to find a mountain alpaca. that has alpacas. Could find one. I'm sure we can. <laughs> if you guys know of mountains with alpacas. Guys, I will say I've never been to a wedding that has the bride and groom alpacas, but that is a wedding that I can get behind. So the bride and groom alpacas. Yes. Yeah, so which is if, describe if that in, to people because they are not sure. What okay, that is. so there are trained alpacas you can have at your wedding and they dress them up or they'll bring like two, a male and a female alpaca, and they'll dress them as like a bride and groom alpaca. <clears throat> Super cool. If you book Adriana and happen to have that at your wedding, I might actually be Adriana's assistant for that wedding just to see those alpacas dressed as a bride yeah. and groom because those are really cool. You know what would be funny is if we had a meal at our what, or at our renewal. Can you imagine it just like going off the entire time though because it's like irritated? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I say that is because Tyler, he assists me with like a lot of like my engagement shoots or lifestyle family shoots and stuff like that. He'll come and like help me with gear or like hold the dog. Really, he's there for the dog. I am. Honestly. I'm there for the dogs. He's there. Anytime there's a dog, he's like, I'll be there because I want to play with the dog. Yeah. Dogs so, over humans. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess he loves the people too, but. He loves the dogs. Like, nice to meet you. Where's your, where's your, where's animal your dog? <laughs> <laughs> well, I always call him the mule because he's carrying all my gear for me normally. And so I always jokingly tell him, I mean, you know, get him a t-shirt that says the mule on it. So yeah. anyways, on that note, it was great sharing all the stories. Huh? It was. It was a load of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Keep sending your stories though. Oh my gosh. They're awesome. We I enjoy love these stories. I have blast. so many more I couldn't even get through on this episode. So we'll have to tackle those later. We, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. But guys, thanks for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, leave um, a like, a thumbs up. If you're listening to the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you gave me a five star review. If you've enjoyed, listening to my podcasts and if you have an alpaca in your wedding please book adriana yeah photographer yeah or if you have a wedding booked with me book an alpaca boom (laughs) we'll talk to (laughs) y'all later (laughs) toodles this is ron narrative ron narrative stories in the rough